good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God? Do you have a glimpse of the glory of God through the Word of God and walking with Him? Glad to have you today. Thank you so much for being a part of this and looking forward to meditating a little bit more on our evangelistic opportunities to be able to reach people for Christ. Uh, actually, uh, again, I'm in our in our missions conference at our church, and God has given us a, a good man of God to come and minister the scriptures to us. And then we're watching some YouTube messages from our missionaries that they specially prepared for us and gives us a good glimpse of the field that's out there that's white unto harvest. And I know that a lot of our missionaries have been going through a difficult time, as we have often here in the States, simply because of the COVID uh, issue. And I don't even like to think about it, but nonetheless, it's a reality that in today's world, uh, things have been uh, uh, rather difficult, and you have to be creative in getting the gospel out. And I know that those on the mission field, depending on which field you're in, you've also had a really difficult time. Uh, getting the message out and doing what God's called you to do, quite frankly. So it's been a real need for prayer for them and asking the Lord to give them uh, an extra measure of grace as they go through all of that. I began in the last podcast talking about developing and cultivating a passion for souls. Uh, It has resonated with a lot of people in our church and uh, so many people have responded to the podcast itself about pray about praying with them regarding uh, their a coworker or a neighbor or people in their families that they're just they long to see them saved, and I think that all too often we uh, in our American Christianity, if we're not careful, we can allow the uh, allow the d- discouragement that comes into our heart from not seeing numbers of people saved to wonder, is God still working in terms of the gospel? And I want to assure you today that He is. We may not see it in particular right in front of our eyes, but I can uh, tell you many anecdotes and stories about how the Lord is really working in some people's lives even right now and in, in some localities where the gospel is just having a tremendous effect from China to Iran to di- all over uh, in China, uh, uh, in uh, uh, Africa itself and a number of different places. And I guess part of the purpose of having this podcast now is to uh, encourage you to Continue to ask God to give you a zeal and a fervency in your heart to reach lost people. And I gave some descriptions last time on how a a passion for souls really shows itself in your life. And I won't go over all that. You can go and listen to the last podcast. But it ought to be something that dominates you, dominates your prayers. Part of my prayer life when I go to the Lord each day uh, several times a day is to pray that God would save souls and that he would be pleased to do it through me, through my church, that I would be instrumental in giving out a gospel track and, and giving the gospel itself, which is obviously preferable. Sometimes we allow our track to do our talking for us, and sometimes that needs to be done that way. But uh, I'm always looking for opportunities to share my heart and give the gospel, and I want to encourage you to do that as well. It's always got to be watered with tears. It's always got to be done asking the Lord to move me, uh, that when I see people, I don't see them as just uh, 
a mass of faces, but I see them as individuals who desperately need the gospel of Christ. Well, how do we become possessed with a passion for souls? How do we cultivate and develop that zeal that it becomes just a part of who we are? And I believe the scriptures give us several principles about how to do that. You want to know how to be more passionate about the gospel. You want to know how to be uh, more sensitive to the leading of the Spirit. I think the first thing is you got to get a glimpse of eternity. Uh, we got to be gripped by the realization that there is an eternity beyond this life. Uh, there is an unendingness to that. It will go on forever. This life is so brief. James says it's but a vapor. Uh, and I think when we really understand and grasp and think in eternal terms, that we're going to be really uh, constrained to persuade men to be reconciled to God. Second Corinthians chapter 5 talks about that. And I'm going to use that for the next podcast as well. But to meditate on the truth of eternity, the future destiny of those that are saved to be in heaven forever and those that are lost to be separated from God in hell for eternity. That's old-fashioned stuff. Uh, there are a lot of people, oh, you're one of those hellfire brimstone preachers. Well, yeah, because Jesus was. He spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. The fact of the matter is that that was a pressing motivation even for Jesus because he doesn't want any of his people to be separated from him in a lake of fire. And so the Bible says one of the ways that we develop a passion for lost souls is to meditate on the fact that there is an eternity that is out there and it's awaiting and it's just around the corner. I would suggest also to get a passion for souls. You've got to be absolutely convinced about the present desperate need of every lost soul uh, and the future destiny of those that are unrepentant. Uh, if we believe what the Bible says uh, concerning the condition of an unregenerate, unsaved person, that we must, how can we not be compelled to do all we can and drawn out to to try to win their salvation. Uh, it's like walking down the sidewalk in a street on a street and you're seeing this house that's on fire. It's burning. There are people inside. And how could we walk on by without giving a solemn warning to those people that are in there to get out? It's burning down. You will die if you don't if you don't exit the place. Um, so we, we are convinced that the Bible says very clearly in John chapter 3 when Nicodemus had that interview with Jesus uh, that the Bible says that all who die without Christ are lost. And then we spend time in John chapter 8 verse 21 and 24 and we are reminded that he is the light of the world. Uh, you might want to get on your knees and read Luke 16 verses 19 to 31. Uh, those are that's a tremendous passage of scripture to help remind us of the reality of the spiritual condition of every lost person and yes every saved person let me suggest this also that in order to have a passion for souls and a sensitivity to that i think we really need to meditate on the tremendous sacrifice of calvary uh, where our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, gave himself up for our sins. And not for yours only, but of course for the entire world. That's what 1 John 2, 2 says. And we meditate on that, that, that sacrifice, his blood shedding. Uh, we'll have a deep desire to, uh, to understand the tremendous price that was paid for salvation and how we could we treat it as something that is insignificant or slight 
uh, when it comes to a lost world. Let me say this also, if you want a passion for souls, then you need to be in communion with the Lord Jesus so that you increasingly catch his spirit. It's contagious. When you read the life of Jesus, frequently when I have people come into the church, maybe they come from a background where they were never discipled in the Lord. Maybe nobody ever took their Bible and, be, and, and, and grounded them uh, in the scriptures and the truth of the word of God. And I have them come in and one of the first things that I think is a priority for them is to begin reading through the gospels and getting to know the ministry of Jesus. Uh, because if I, and they say, well, I've read it before. Well, read it over and over again. That's what I do. Uh, I read it frequently so that I become intimately aware of the heart of my Savior. Because the more that you meditate and you observe his conduct and his teaching, uh, the things that were passions to him, then that you're going to catch that. It's going to be contagious. If you never spend any time with Christ, don't be surprised if you don't know him. Uh, and don't know his heart, and how many times he wept over people because of their unbelief, and how many times he went without meals and had such a suffocating ministry for the simple purpose of getting the good news of the gospel to people, but yet it's difficult for us to walk across the street or to be able to invite somebody to read a track on the gospel message. Uh, this is the heart of Christ. I want to be preoccupied with what was closest to the heart of my Savior. And certainly the gospel and reaching lost people is the closest to the heart of our Savior. So being much in communion with the Lord, it's, it, it will increase your concern for the souls of other people. I never, as a pastor, want to give somebody reading material or encourage them to read their Bible just to give them busy work, just to fill their time in during the day. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it ought to be a desire of every disciple of Jesus to feed on his word and how frequently it really isn't. So I'm encouraging you right now, if for anything else, to increase your passion for the lost be much in communion with the Lord then last of all let me suggest this if you want to increase your burden increasing your passion for lost people you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you are literally pressed by his love as it is shed abroad in your heart and flows out into your life that you are so under the dominating influence of the Spirit of God that it, it, it consumes your thinking to be able to look for opportunities to give the gospel. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's easy. I'm not even going to say that it's all going to, to be an easy road. But I am suggesting to you that if we're disciples of Christ, we are to expend ourselves in this life doing exactly that. That as you work in your local church, as you live your life out in the world throughout the week, that you are filled with the Spirit of God so that the Spirit of God can do the work of God through you. Maybe you need to look this week, pray as I've often encouraged our people to do, Lord, lay some soul upon my heart and win that soul through me. Love that soul through me. Why don't you pray that? Look for an opportunity this week. And... You know, my concern is, dear folks, Jesus' return is not far away. And I want to bring those who God leads across my path to know the Savior. I hope you do too. God bless you. I'm praying for you.